Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. All right, well, thanks for listening. And today we're continuing our discussion of mentoring relationships, and we're going to talk about BFC, our college ministry at CCK. I have Katie Ogle, Suzanne Robinson, Kayla Williams, Hannah Olson and Nyla Newberry with me, and they're going to inspire us to build relationships with the many young women who come to our church through BFC. So can you guys start by telling me a little more about yourselves? Katie, will you start? Sure. I am a stay-at-home mom of four kids. Um, I have a husband who is a teacher, and yeah, we just have fun. My name is Nyla Newberry, and I just graduated high school. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Okay, and I'm a linguistics major, and I'm about to be an intern for VFC. Hi, I'm Kayla Williams. I am studying mathematics, minoring in education, and I'm in the band at UT Knox, and I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Suzanne Robinson. I am married to Dylan Robinson, and we have two twins uh, Pete and Duke that are about a year old and we have two kids in India that we're waiting to bring home and my name is Hannah Olson and I graduated college two years ago and then did the internship with VFC and now I am working as a nurse full-time cool well um, before we get into our topic Katie will you share your testimony with us sure I grew up in a semi-religious home. Um, We would go to church on, you know, Easter and Christmas and um, just occasionally. And then when I was in about eighth grade, I decided to get involved there. And I can remember um, saying the prayer and walking down the aisle and, you know, having that experience that I think a lot of Southern kids have. and let's see, uh, I think that I always, not always, but from the point that uh, I started getting involved in church, I can remember my desires starting to change. And um, I can remember uh, having a burden for the lost. And when the Bible started to become alive um, to me, I, I remember those specific things. I'm not sure if I became a Christian at the point that I walked down the aisle um, and said the prayer. Um, I do think it was um, in there somewhere, but um, as I, I went throughout high school, um, I got really involved in church. And then my senior year, I had a tragic loss of a family friend. It was actually 15 years ago this past Monday. and. Um, we, um, I, I just lost it, and I thought that um, I, don't, I was angry at God for doing that and um, upset at Him, and um, I also wanted to see what the world tasted like, and um, I saw um, other kids that seemed like they were having fun, and so I had a period of rebellion, and I went to college. When I was in college, um, it was actually a different ministry because I was at Tennessee Tech, but I had a girl that was really involved in the ministry and she would invite me every time the doors were open and then she would get into my dorm room and leave notes on my bed and um, she would take me out to lunch. And honestly, I had no idea why she was still talking to me because I was not a good friend to her, but um, she continued to pursue me and um, then my... uh, 
my roommate, uh, she asked to do a Bible study with me one day. And so I sat on the floor and uh, did a Bible study. And I think God used that in my life to um, just refresh um, my desire, my relationship with him. And I repented and um, man, God's, uh, God's just been faithful to me and um, growing me. And, you know, I think in in this Southern culture, it's easy to trust in a prayer or have that experience, you know, and um, I'm here to say that I have no idea when I became a Christian, but um, I do know that I am by God's grace. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, that's it. <laughs> well, um, this is completely unplanned, but I think it's interesting. Your, your testimony is similar to Monica's from last time, and both of you highlight the importance of the college years. So mm-hmm. that ties nicely yeah. into what we're talking to, um, talking about today. <laughs> so um, let's start by hearing a little bit about VSC. We have a lot of new people at church who may have no um, experience with it. Katie and I are like the non-VFC people in this group. We, we both of us did not go through VFC. Um, so Hannah, can you just tell us what the mission of VFC is? Yeah. So VFC is a campus ministry that is based out of Cornerstone. And our main focus is reaching non-believers through relationships that we make through being in the dorms, through our student leaders and um, their friendships that they meet in the classroom and in other organizations and while studying um, and then hopefully getting them plugged into our Thursday night meetings and um, eventually hopefully the church where we can um, proclaim the gospel and um, share truth with them and then hopefully they become Christians and become local members of the church and um, we teach them how to share the gospel and the cycle goes on. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, Kayla, what does a average week look like for someone who goes to BSC? So on a regular week on Tuesday evenings, the mission team, um, which are people who have usually gone through VFC and have become members of the church and want to evangelize, will go to different dorms on campus and will either just like go and have play games and such or have discussions so that we can bond with um, other students on campus. And on Thursday evening is when everybody gathers together um, and we'll have worship and one of the pastors will give a message and then afterwards we'll have snacks and conversations. And so that's like another way where we get to bond with each other. on some weeks we have other special events and we'll do tailgating on home games and we also try to invite people to church events give them car rides to church as well yeah and even bring them to care group yes <laughs> it can be i'm amazed honestly like i'm like how do they do all that when they're in college yeah. it's like a it's lot of awesome. events yeah <laughs> um and nyla um can you talk about the two retreats that that VFC does every year? Yes. Uh, so there are two uh, retreats that we take during the breaks that UT has. And the first one is called Anthem, and it's during fall break. And then Vision Quest, a.k.a. VQ, that's what Woo! we call it, for the spring. <laughs> and so both are in two different environments. Um, so we have, like, a variety of scenery for different people who like different things. And so for Anthem, we go to the mountains and uh, it's like a few hours out, like like maybe a couple hours away. And then uh, we spend um, 
a few days there and so our schedule is like packed with um, messages from a visiting speaker worship and we play games outside and we sleep in cabins and we get bug bites and we eat (laughs) s'mores and um, just have really good conversations make friendship bracelets so that's in the mountains that's anthem for the fall and then there's vision quest which is a totally different scene it's like the beach you know we go to laguna beach it's a christian retreat center and we take two buses down there two mega buses maybe three one year and we take an eight hour road trip to florida and we have bill the main pastor speak and we have ladies from the church, you know, pouring wisdom for the girls. And, and we have just a whole bunch of fun tournaments on the sand and get in the water and have worship. And it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So That sounds fun. Someday I'd love to go to BQ from all the excitement <laughs> that, that is definitely built up around BFQ. Yeah. BQ, for, <laughs> even for those who are out of VFC, it's still yeah. this very nostalgic thing. Um, well, our heart with this really is to help give women in the church just a vision and ideas for how they can connect with uh, girls who come in from VFC. Um, so Katie and Suzanne, um, can you guys talk about how you've built relationships with college girls over the years? I know for you, Suzanne, you and Hannah have become friends and Katie you and Kayla so Suzanne will you just talk about what that's looked like for you yeah um well I had the joy of getting to participate in BFC during college and then kind of longer than the norm (laughs) afterwards I was an intern for three years after graduating worked in the church office the next four years and then went back and did the internship another three years so for a while it came pretty naturally to pursue younger girls <laughs> now the younger girls I became good friends with like Hannah have introduced me to younger girls they've become close with and it's been so sweet to stay connected with BFC through those relationships mm-hmm. now that I'm removed from the campus scene and a mom at home with my kids the main ways I get to spend time with the girls is through care group and babysitting <laughs> <laughs> care group has begun has been a great place to meet newer faces like Kayla and learn how I can be praying for her. Um, Hannah and I have stayed close since her freshman year at UT and one way I get to see her during the week is when she comes and babysits with another close friend of ours, Megan Erickson. Um, I love getting to hang out with them after Dylan and I get home from our date. They enjoy loving on the babies and we just love getting to catch up with them. Um, It's just such a treat to hear what God's doing in their lives, and it provides a context for knowing how to better pray for them and encourage them. We also text them or call them up when we're going to the park or going out to eat. Um, I also like to take advantage of carpooling together. If you know you're going to be heading to the same event, it provides some time to hang out in the car or on the way back. which makes me think Katie and I should have rode <laughs> together since we live in the same neighborhood. But that's just some ideas. Yeah. What about you, Katie? Yeah, I think um, before the practical for me, and I don't know if other women are like this, I can get very intimidated by the college students. I'll, I told Kayla over here that I was not good, on the way over that I wasn't going to call them college kids. <laughs> um, but um, I can get really intimidated by them because I think that they're, I don't know, they're just young and awesome. And so if I do, 
I end up kind of turning inward and I don't really want to hang out or I'm afraid to go and like say something to him in the morning on Sunday or um, something like that. So for me, it's a big deal to um, get my love from Christ and um, let him fill me up so that I can um, go out and um, not be worried about what other people think and um, really um, have an opportunity to get to know the girls. So I would say that, and then um, social media, practically social media is good. I can kill some um, Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was actually, um, the other day, I had a random conversation on Instagram um, messaging um, with a girl that um, is really sweet. And I just told her that I, um, I was just, I told her I was really struggling with the day that I had a hard day as a mom and a wife and um, that David said these things to encourage me and it was a good conversation and so for me um, it just made me think of the verse you know God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble and I've seen that with these um, students just when I um, when God God gives me grace to be humble and really tell them what's going on in my life Um, I've been encouraged by it and um, hopefully they've been encouraged by it as well and then I think just like Suzanne was saying you know catch them and go you know in the car together and we've had a friend over for Thanksgiving and you know just typical stuff like that but just bring them alongside your family Um, and I think that that's what they probably want to see too is um, a family um, living out the gospel yeah great Um, for you more college-age girls. Um, do you have anything you'd add about how you've gotten to know um, ladies into church and in ways that they've encouraged you? Um, Hannah, do you want to go first? Um, I think, you know, like Katie said, it is intimidating. I don't know why it is. Mm-hmm. It's just harder to put yourself out there with people that are in different stages of life. Mm-hmm. Um, you always think, oh, I don't want to be a burden or I don't want them to feel like... I have to hang out with them or that they're busy or something. And so um, I think when I think about that question, I think of what Madison said in the last podcast um, where you just try to pour into where you're at, whether that be at church on Sunday and you see like Suzanne sitting in the church be like, oh, I'm going to go sit next to her or at care group when um, after you've had the meeting, um, I've had some really, really sweet conversations with women about things I'm struggling with or things I need prayer with or um, needing guidance and because I'm struggling to see God's will in certain things and so I think going at where you're at is helpful instead of trying to enter into something that um, you're not already in so good okay um well one thing is so I met Katie two years ago when I started going to uh, the community group at their house and from the start uh, that community group has just loved me so well because a funny story about my first time at community group um, I had just come from band camp and I was super dehydrated but I still tried to eat and I ended up getting sick but um, her and a couple other women there uh, Miss Moore they made sure that I felt okay and was comfortable and got me home. And like the next Sunday, they were like asking like, oh, do you feel better and stuff? And um, they've just always been super sweet. Um, And just like all the women that I've met in community group and mothers of friends, 
who go to the church have been really sweet and prayed with so many of them, have gotten wisdom from them, and just uh, enjoying them and having fun. Yeah. Okay. Nyla, what would you add? Um, I think I'd add that, like, it's a different experience that students are coming into when they come into an environment where, you know, people are reaching out to them intentionally mm-hmm. and um, and actually showing that they really care about, you know, their life and that they really love them, a stranger that they don't even know, like mm-hmm. Kayla, you know, <clears throat> she's sick and people are asking her, you know, if she's feeling better, like, oh, how do you even remember me? You know, so mm-hmm. I think one really sweet thing is um, that we're coming, like, when I was first coming to Cornerstone, knowing nobody, but having someone like Yim Trump being introduced to her and her making food for all of us all the time and always saying, yeah, come over my house anytime, come sleep over and all this stuff. And you're just like, okay, yeah, I'll take you up on that. But like really following through with that and giving really good advice and and then continuing to stay in the, in the church community and, and then in a community group. And I feel like you know, when students are coming into the community group, that is literally the perfect opportunity that God is giving us, you know, to reach out to younger and new believers. Um, And it's almost effortless, you know. And so those outlets right there, just someone coming into your home and you being able to be hospitable and, and to, you know, really cherish them through Christ. And then eventually it's those relationships that once they start building in their faith, they start looking up to you, you know, and oh, so many women in church who have a lot of wisdom. And, you know, I, there's just so many people that I just want to go up to and be like, oh, like, I respect you so much. And I, you know, I think that you just have just a loving heart. And, you know, I think it's it's definitely a circle where, you know, you pour into them. And eventually, you know, it's one of those things that when they mature in their faith, they see that, you know, you know, they want to help pour into you. So it's definitely a cycle of just learning how to build these relationships and love on each other through Christ. So that's great. Kayla, do you want to add something? Yeah, I just wanted to say that, like, it's just, like, so great uh, for women to connect with college students, especially those who are from out of town. Me being, like, six hours away from my family Mm -hmm. And having so many people love me, it's like I've had several moms, several families kind of like adopted me in Knoxville. So that's really sweet. Mm, that's great. That's, so that's cool. a really good point. Yeah, remembering that people can be very far away from home and family. Um, well, what are some areas where college age women need our help and encouragement as older women? Um, what are challenges they face or lies that they're tempted to believe in this particular season? Maybe some of us don't remember that time as well. So um, what would you say to that? I'm going to ask everybody because I'm sure you remember what it was like to be in college. So Katie, do you want to go first? Um, Sure. I think for our college ministry that we were in, and I think any college ministry, um, you know, you have a lot of people who are, um, um, that God is saving, that they're becoming Christians and that they've never walked with Jesus before. So college ministry can very wisely be heavy on 
um, disciplines and, you know, teaching how to grow your, you know, how to um, share the gospel and, um, you know, stuff like that. And I think that's wonderful. But I think it's also a gift um, to show the college girls um, how that looks afterwards, you know, Mm -hmm. after college, because, you know, me sharing the gospel today was, you know, repenting to um, Christ and to my family that I got angry at them, you know, and um, it doesn't look, it doesn't look the same way. And I think that that can be really encouraging. Uh, One thing I think would be helpful for like new believers um, is in college is like, if they are a part of a college ministry to not just or to avoid relying solely on that, but to like really get connected with the local church and and with scripture and prayer and worship and um, to have a personal relationship with the Lord um, and in relationships with other people. So that's something I think to not to not rely on uh, anything but the Lord to sustain us through Him. So. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Kayla? Uh, One thing that came to mind was I remember at one of our community groups, we were asking everybody what to pray about, and it was exam time. And so everybody, um, the common theme was, you know, for test grades to be okay. And also just like knowing like what's next after college and just like trusting the Lord for your path. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. That is a big thing in that season, for sure. Um, something that comes to, to my mind, um, but I, I so often forget because it has been a long time since I was in college, um, is just the, the pull and the kind of the pressure I think girls feel on campus to just find their identity in themselves or their strength, um, what they have to bring to the table, um, and really anything besides the Lord, whether it's their grades or their looks or their friends, um, even in Christian circles and sadly some, you know, Christian groups on campus, if it's not focused on the word of God, um, it can still be about, you know, what we have to bring or what, you know, what we have to offer the world. And, um, it's just, it's just awesome that VFC is on campus and just like the girls already shared, um, VFC exists to bring a very different message um, and instead of um, being fulfilled in yourself, Christ came to save us from ourselves. And, um, and it's just so sweet at, just to see the girls and the guys in VFC really come along their classmates and um, friends with the news of the gospel. Um, it's just so different from self-improvement, all the stuff that you hear from the world and in their classes. Um, but just... Um, that he saves us and he sets us free from a self-focused life and gives us the greatest treasure of following and knowing him. Um, so I just think older women can remind the younger women that, and I need this, you know, we all need this from each other. It's just that life's not about us, but about Christ who lives in us. Um, just like Nyla was saying, this is where being a part of the church is just so crucial. We get to share in his life and his sufferings together hand in hand. There are many categories, um, uh, like the girls have touched on, um, that are just so helpful. Um, but one of the things I'm most grateful for um, is their example of living on the Word of God. 
they modeled to us what prioritizing time with the Lord looks like and how to be disciplined to study His Word and to pray. They model what it looks like to serve and to sacrifice and um, just to love well. Um, They walk out suffering and counting their trials a joy because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ in them. Um, just the example of, of an older girl loving her coworkers and relatives well, or a wife and mom, um, just like Katie said, you know, just sacrificing her time and sleep to love her husband and kids well is just really invaluable and infectious. Um, they're, they're real about their struggles, and we can learn that no temptation isn't common to man, but we see God's faithfulness in their lives and His strength made perfect in their weakness. And it's just cool that these are the women in the church that we can ask for wisdom on all kinds of topics um, when you're in college, like dating and roommates and trusting God for the future. Good. What would you add, Hannah? I think um, being an intern and um, reaching people that are like new believers or um, don't believe God, I've noticed that... Um, People like to be by themselves. They like to not be vulnerable. They um, have this image, specifically of Christian Christian women, that they're perfect. Like Suzanne says, that but we're women that struggle and sin. And so, when um, we meet with these college girls, I think the thing that most impacted me with my friendship with Suzanne is that she was a true friend. She would share struggles. I remember sitting in her car many times where we would just sit outside my apartment and we would just cry sometimes, you know, and it's just, it's good. It's good to know that we are weak people that are in need of a mighty savior and we're not perfect. I think a way that an older woman could reach a younger woman is um, by asking, like, are you struggling with anything, or um, do you have questions? I think sometimes, even when I was a freshman, I would be scared to ask questions or um, not have the right answer, and so those are just some applicable things that I thought of. On that, like, I think it's safe to assume that everybody has, like, we need to be asking Mm -hmm. everybody that, you know? assume that everybody has something going on because we do you know Mm -hmm. and so just to assume and and go for it you know and trust the lord that you know the conversation will be as he you know wants it to be and so and that we won't regret being vulnerable and asking them hey you know how are you like really so that's good and i think that's something like says sweet about christian fellowship is Mm -hmm. that we can bond over that and even like if we're in different stages of life where we have different hobbies or talents like you know we all love the lord and that's what bonds us together so yeah Yeah. that's really good yeah and i think the older ladies i mean we're using older with like quotation marks (laughs) every time but um, they all talked about like we're not here because we're perfect and and just you're sharing out of your failures a lot of the time and so i think it's great that you hit on that like this is not about the older women being perfect and having all the answers but it is about we can fellowship with people in all seasons so that's really good um katie and suzanne uh can you describe some ways you've been blessed in your relationships with younger girls Susie, do you want to go first sure um I just feel so rich to have friendships with these girls. Um, I I um, was just thinking of Hannah writing this, um, thinking about um, our time together. But I just love time with Hannah. Um, she quit quickly went from being 
a younger girl um, I wanted to befriend to a dear and faithful friend. The way she loves her friends, the way she spends her time serving others, her passion for telling other people about the Lord. These are just a few of the many things um, that are a blessing to me. It's just been such a sweet blessing to me. Hannah is a great illustration of what the girls in BFC exemplify. They They create a culture of joy and service, and it really flows from a heart thankful for all God's done for them. Mm. They have way more energy than me. (laughs) They're way more in the know on all things funny, and um, it's just, there's so much happening in their season that it's just plain entertaining (laughs) at times (laughs) and exciting to see what God is going to do in their lives next week. (laughs) I laugh so much with them. It's refreshing to hear of the ways God uses them in their classes, and I just love listening to how they see God at work in and around them. In our different seasons, we're all growing closer to the same unchanging God who will never leave us or forsake us. Um, It's just so sweet to know we are a family in Christ. And like Hannah said, we're just in this together. Um, When I think about Kayla specifically, um, I think about two things, and I can say this for probably every college girl that I've met, um, but they genuinely love us and our families. Um, And... uh, you know, from the day that Kayla got sick at the house, um, from that point on, every time she came into our house or at church, she would make a V-line and give me a hug. And I remember that, I mean, every time. Um, and that made me feel um, loved and helped me who gets intimidated. You know, I, I mean, um, yeah, I just felt really loved by him. And then um, at community group, even the other night, we were at a um, playground, and she, we were having conversation, and she went for like 30 minutes to play with mine and Suzanne's kids, and um, and she'll do that. She'll just disappear and play with them, and we'll find her in the playground. It's so um, sweet. Yeah, and and all the college girls will walk into community group and just grab up our babies, um, and that's really caring for us because it's very helpful. Um, and then also, I specifically re- remember. Um, recently we had a community group and uh, Kayla was just really open and honest about some things and it was so encouraging um, to my husband and I um, and and um, God just used that in our lives to grow us too so that's great what about the rest of you guys how have you been blessed in your relationships with ladies in the church I think um when Suzanne was saying all those things, I was like, man, I've learned a lot of those from watching her mm-hmm. and being friends with her. And um, I think of another couple of ladies that I think of also of just watching them serve in the church and watching them um, love the Lord. I think of Gabby who takes pictures and on Sundays and watching her be selfless and humble and um, using her gifts that the Lord has given her to serve Him. And so I think... Just watching them has been so fruitful and just seeing their everyday to day life. Like Suzanne taking care of her twins, it's just full of grace. And I can just think sometimes, like, man, she's so patient and kind. And I think that's just an example of God's love towards us. And she's showing that to her sons. So, what about you, Kayla? Well, it's been really sweet, um, specifically like watching Katie, um, like, Hannah had said with Suzanne, watching her raise her four kids 
um, with her husband, David, and like through the good and the bad times. And she was talking about how I'm honest during community group, but they're very open as well. And group me in the group me while always sending prayer requests um, and praying for each other. And all the other older women and moms in the church are just super kind to invite me to come over to cook and have coffee and just hang out and just like watching them live their life and like knowing like you said like that they're not perfect uh, is really encouraging and also just to have this community while I'm in college is really great. Um, so for me, it's weird because for like, usually I don't know what it is, but every summer I like don't have a place to live. And so, uh, there have been like a few families that have just welcomed me in to like stay on their couch or in a room or, um, kind of just, just live with them for like weeks or even a month one time. And so a lot of the times it's, um, through just living with them that I've gotten to become close with a lot of these women. And I remember one time uh, I was just going through a really hard, um, really, just really dark season in life. And I was thinking a lot about, you know, police brutality and was just like in my own thoughts and was like, am I next? You know, just like a lot of just spiritual warfare. And Lauren Simmons and Jake Simmons, they like one night just stayed up with me and and prayed and and just um t- turned on the lights for me and tugged me in and it was just really sweet just <laughs> having you know that that just you just you just knew that they cared and you know that they really were there for you and still are and you know and and now that I do have a place to live mm-hmm. but uh the other way is through like babysitting and just being able to uh, see how a lot of these parents and moms are just so patient, you know, like Megan Mason, who's about to have twins, you know, and Bethany Hedger, who has five, about to be six kids on the way, but just loves them, you know, ruthlessly. And, and so it is just really sweet to just do life with them, as well as, you know, single ladies like April and Michelle, who just find a way to just reach out to you and are are so good at being there and and you know you just want to do the same so it's there's this literally endless amount of uh, women and people in our church that just that's just what they admit and that's just it just seems so natural for them and and you know coming into cornerstone learning a whole bunch of about how to be hospitable it's just been really sweet to learn that and you know become an intern this year I just I literally just that's all I want for the women that you know God puts in my life for them to have the exact same experience where they feel like they can truly rely on you know these women and people in in our church and our community that's so great well that is so encouraging it definitely makes me want to reach out to all the college girls that are going to come into our church over the next couple of weeks when VFC starts back Um, So thanks so much for sharing all that. And now we've concluded our little mini series on Titus 2 relationships. And I hope that everyone who's listened has been as helped 
um, as I have, as these women have shared over the last three months. And for me, a few things have been highlighted that have really served me in how I think about this topic. And the first is just um, that there are so many different ways we can benefit from and encourage other women. So when I hear the phrase Titus to relationships, I usually think of like formal, regular meetings. And um, some people have definitely shared that that's a huge blessing. Um, But others have shared it can be um, as simple as conversations in the lobby at church, legacy groups, just doing life together, chatting after care group, or simply asking good questions when you see grace in someone else's life. And so I just think a lot more diversely and creatively about this topic. Um, And then second, in my season of life, it can be a little overwhelming to think about adding more context or relationships to my life. Um, And so I loved how, and you guys talked about this tonight, um, so so many people highlighted just the context they were already involved in, and especially care groups. So Mm -hmm. if you're not motivated, or community group, I even wrote it in (laughs) and said it wrong again. Um, (laughs) But if you're not involved in community group, I I bet you're encouraged to after hearing these talks, because it's clear that's huge Mm -hmm. for, for these kinds of relationships. And so I'm just encouraged that instead of trying to add a bunch of more new things, I just want to be more intentional with the relationships I have. And and that's my final takeaway, which was just intentionality over time. And so much of what people shared occurred because someone took time to be intentional, to listen, to ask good questions, pray, encourage, give counsel, or share scripture. And these things are pretty simple, but they um, may be used by God to make such an impact in someone's life, as you guys shared tonight. Um, and especially when done over time, because these things do take some time. So um, I hope everyone else has helpful takeaways from the series, and thanks so much for listening.